You are listening to a special edition of The Drop Podcast on the National Whiffle Network. It's Monday, August 18th, 2022. I'm Paul Cook, here with my brother Tim. We've got a uh, uh, special announcement today for United Whiffle, so we wanted to take to the uh, take to the podcast to talk a little bit about it. Uh, this is a long time in the making, um, at least three years. We'll kind of, you know, maybe go through that a little bit. But we're really, really excited to announce today, uh, officially, that the Whiffle Tigers from uh, Saitama, Japan, will be competing in the 2022 United Whiffle Ball Championship, turning what was previously a national championship uh, for the last two years into a world championship. This will be the first time a team or players from outside the U.S. have competed, and uh, it's just a really, really exciting announcement. We, 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 you know, we couldn't be more happy about it. Yeah, it, it, it's maybe the biggest thing that I'm looking forward to in terms of the, you know, the, the major portion of the uh, tournament. And yeah, like you said, this has been a, a bunch of years in the making, and to have an international team that plays, you know, regularly, you know, plays really plays a ton. And, you know, we've been able to follow their progress over the last couple of years and, you know, seen them, you know, turn into, you know, good players and, the, and they're willing to make the trip over here. And, you know, it's it, it's just it's great for the sport. And that's, you know, that, that that's the bottom line. Yeah. And uh, I want to like get I want to talk a little bit about them because, you know, uh, that's what this is all about. So we'll, we'll get into a little background on the Tigers here in a second. But before we do, I, one of the things you just mentioned there, um, you know, it was with how much they play and stuff. And like, that's one of the cool things when we, um, uh, when we knew that they were hoping to make it over this year and they were hoping to make it over last year, 2020 probably wasn't ever going to happen just because of the late notice. And then COVID put any end to that. 2021 was also mainly a COVID situation. Japan just until recently has had very, very restrictive, um guidelines that you know at at um shows and concerts and things like that you, you're not even allowed to cheer you just have to clap um you know as they still try to uh, uh slow the spread of covid so it wasn't gonna be possible but we knew it was gonna be possible earlier this year so as, as that came um as that came to light and we knew that there's a chance it can make it this year we worked an international exemption um into the eligibility requirements um you know the whole committee was yeah completely on board with that that you know that just makes sense to grow this game but wasn't even needed um, you know, the, 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 the Wiffle Tigers have qualified through the, you know, the stuff they're doing in Japan, the Saitama Premier uh, League Wiffle that they started um, in 2021, you know, that was able to get them eligible. So like, it's, it's, it's cool that we, we've got this team over. That's not just, it, this isn't a publicity stuff. This is a team that will have come here having played probably more as a team than what 70% of the teams um, yeah. <laughs> uh, in the tournament this year over the past three years. So uh, it, that, that's really, really cool. It's a testament to men. And like you also said, for them to take this leap and come over, um, obviously it's exciting to visit another country, but it's also a lot of work, especially with all the restrictions and stuff. Um, you know, so we're so happy that they're, you know, that they see this as something they want to do and are, you know, coming over for it. I think, you know, one of the things, and this is coming up uh, later in the month, uh, when the Little League World Series, uh, you know, starts back up, um, you know, there's been a ton of, you know, Japanese finals in the Little League World Series. And, you know, now, you know, the Wiffle World is kind of, you know, able to, you know, take a little piece and, you know, emulate that for, you know, what is now the, you know, the World Championship, um, you know, October 14th through the 16th in New York. 
Yeah, no, it, it's really cool. It's really cool that Japan was just with all the shared history with baseball between the U.S. and Japan, and Japan sort of being second in baseball. It's it it, it just you know that we we would have gladly have opened arms, you know, welcome the Canadian team or you know team from Mexico, team from you know Central America, you know whatever it be. Um, but to have Japan, have the Japanese team be the one to break the, uh, you know, quote unquote international barrier here in this championship uh, feels poetic. It feels really cool. Um, so let's talk a little bit. Of, I want to talk a little bit about these guys, because, again, this isn't just, you know, um, I think most people listening to this probably know this, that, you know, these guys are good players. This isn't this isn't just all oh, these guys are coming over and whatever. This is a team. Um these are guys that are really, really trying to grow the sport in Japan, and they're pretty good players. Um, so they're captained by uh, 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 Masahashi Igarashi. He's their captain, team founder, um, uh, you know, any sort of initiative, be it the SPLW or the other kind of league or tournament things that the Wiffle Tigers have done, is my understanding that he's been the spearhead of that. Um, he also goes by Gara 3, Gara being the uh, – you know, middle portion of his last name and then three is his number. Um, right-handed pitcher. It's got a nice screwball. Um, seems to really be screwball having also a very good hitter, um, you know, from the clips available. And again, he's sort of the, you've talked with him a lot, Tim, but he's, you know, he's the spearhead behind, you know, all, all the stuff that's going off the Wiffle Tigers and Japanese Wiffle Ball. Yeah, he's got the uh, he's he's the uh, legendary enthusiasm uh, member of the uh, Tigers. Obviously, you know, usually your captain is the guy who's, um, you know, the the person who's just really into it. You know, sometimes not even the best player in, you know, on, uh, you know, certain teams, but the guy who, you know, really goes above and beyond and, you know, has, you know, managed to not only get his team, you know, on the map in Japan, Japan, but you know get them to the place where they're able to come over here to compete for a you know a world title yep yeah, no, he's, yeah, he, he's definitely been the uh he's definitely the heart and soul of that team you can you can tell uh so the second player got listed here um i know the least about it's a junior uh uh fukuhara um i think he's relatively new to the team from what i understand more sort of a hitter than anything else but uh He's the second member of the team. And the third member is uh, Kaisuke uh, Ijima. Uh, he's also a right-handed pitcher. He kind of, he's the guy that caught our eye, I think, from a playing perspective, Tim, first. Um, he has a real nice, you know, riser, um, real nice delivery. Um, you know, the not to stereotype or not to put anyone into buckets, but I think when you think of Japanese baseball pitchers, you kind of think of multiple arm angles, deception, and he kind of fits that that mold where he throws his riser from a few different arm angles and kind of, he has an easy delivery. He's not throwing too hard, but you know, it's more about location and movement. Um, yeah. I'm just, I'm looking forward to seeing how this stuff plays here. Cause we've been watching him for a long time. Yeah. Like you said, he's got the lower arm slot. Um, you know, from, from the video, from video, you know, he throws strikes, he's able to, you know, hit his spots, um, you know, like, yeah, like trying not to, yeah, stereotype the Japanese baseball player onto the Japanese wiffle ball player, but like, it's, you know, there's, there's just some that's going to, you know, come inherently from, you know, just that culture. And, you know, he, Kaisuke really feels like, yeah, he's the, he's the guy who's going to have, you know, a couple different uh, arm slots, a couple different pitches, and, you know, it's going to change speeds and, you know, go out there and compete. 
Yeah. And I, you said the word culture. So that kind of brings us to our, our fourth and then, um, fifth player, which is unknown, but, you know, one of the sort of, and with full Tigers, I know brought this up with you, Tim, you know, talking to Igarashi when they started to get more serious about coming over, um, you know, they basically presented two options, um, you know, of, okay, well, we can try to get an interpreter or bring, we can, you know, they, and, and this is a testament to these guys, these guys were trying to look for an interpreter that they could bring over themselves. And uh, we were like, oh, well, we can look too, and, you know, and, and see what we could do. But, uh, either that or they were going to, you know, they wanted to play with a U.S. player. Um, so, you know, I, I think we're still kind of trying to hunt down an interpreter if we can, because it'd be nice to have both things, but they, they are going the route of um, adding a U.S. player. It's a, it's a really, really good one to have. Uh, Tom Gannon, uh, who's playing on his third U.S. team in three years, his his fifth champion, his fifth national slash world championship team in the past five years, um, always moving around, but no one, you know, it, it kind of fits, right? Like, cause you, you know, since, you know, Gannon, no one has more sort of varied experience than Gannon. So it kind of makes sense that he'd be the guy, um, you know, to play with this team coming over and playing for the first time. I think it'll be a really good fit. Yeah. Tom, Tom Gannon is the Wiffle nomad. He, uh, he travels everywhere to play. He does not like to, uh, stay on the same team for long. He likes to play with, you know, different people all the time. So this, you know, this makes, uh, a ton of sense from, uh, you know, a lot of different perspectives. So, um, you know, and uh, I, I think the big interesting thing now, you know, for all of us is like, you know, it's, it's, it's how they're going to, you know, it's how they're going to perform, um, you know, and you don't want to put too much pressure on them. And I don't think anyone expects, um, you know, anything huge. I think like, a, I think, a, you know, I, I think a two and three tournament would be, really, really big. I think that'd be, you know, a huge success for them. You know, they go one and two and um, the compass and then, you know, win a game and lose a game in the comeback round. Anything above that would be gravy. But, um, you know, I also, I also think that's all secondary, um, both for us as, you know, the U.S. football community in general. And also I think for them, I think it's for them, you know, the, I think we're all just interested in them getting the experience. They've, they've gained the following, like we, they first got on our radar. What would you say? End of 2018, beginning of 2019. Um, yeah, I, I think. Yeah, end of 2018. Yeah, I, I, that that that's my recollection. Because they formed in May of 2018 officially, and they played their first series in um, November of 2018. And it was after that first that it is their first series against first non-inter squad series. And that kind of they posted some of that stuff on Instagram and that kind of they were already I was already aware of them but that kind of like you know got me a little more interested. And then um you know you were very integral and you were you were talking to them I think right around that time you started reaching out to them and talking to them. And through you I was able to write an article for the drop on them. Um, and then in the couple of years, you know, since then, while they were busy working in Japan to expand the game over here in the U.S., they were getting on a ton of people's radars. And, you know, obviously, Wiffle Ball is always seeking that next, you know, level. And that's been something we've done the last three years with United Wiffle is, you know, always kind of trying to step up the game a little bit. First was a 40-team tournament after that hadn't happened in more than a decade. Then it was the record for a single division with 44 teams last year. And we brought back a regular season component you know, after nearly a decade of that not being a factor this year, we've this year every single team will have played as a team before the tournament. Um, we've got the MLW U17 tournament, first time for a national championship for an under 17. And we got in the Tigers are coming over. Um, 
Uh, yes, it is, it's kind of taking that step up, but um, I think everyone's just really, really excited about that one. It's like, I don't, I don't think these guys quite understand how much celeb, how much of celebrities are going to be in York. Yeah, no, they, they, they really don't. Uh, well, they, I, I, maybe, maybe they know, maybe they, well, maybe they know a little bit, but yeah, I don't think they have any idea about like how excited people are, how, um, you know, just how cool this is, you know, if you, there's been, there's been people in the past who promised, you know, oh, well, we're, you know, we're going to get international participation and have thrown it out. And of course, you know, ha- have failed to, you know, lying, yeah. yeah, 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 just lying. And, you know, to be able to do this is a really, really, just a, a really cool step. And again, it's, it's, you know, like when you talked about expectations for the team, you know, I think just getting over here and just being able to play yep. is, you know, is is just going to be, you know, momentous in and of itself. No, hundred percent. And I think I think everyone involved real, realizes that. And but at the same time, let's not act like they're not, you know, devoid of talent. So it's it, it'll be fun. And yep. I think I think the whole event just steps up uh, with their participation. So. Um, you know, really excited about that. I just, you know, want to say personally, I, you know, I know you'll ne- you would never say this for yourself, but you know, like I said, you, you you've been talking to him since the end of 2018. You, you know, uh, you took it on your own to send him a moonshot and another bat, and we, you know, we 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 won't even mention how you know the cost associated with sending you know wiffle ball bats priority <laughs> mail uh, over to Japan um, is, but you know, uh, you know, you you really deserve a lot of credit for this, you know, long you know, only second, only second, I think to the Tigers themselves. So, you know, just have that, like you said, have that enthusiasm that you love to see in Wolf Ball, just really love to play and are, you know, are taking a bigger leap than a lot of people in the United States that, you know, have more opportunities at their hands take. And it's, it's just so great to see it. It's great for the sport. And I, I hope people um, really embrace that and really realize the work that went from a few different angles to, you know, to get it done. Yeah, no. And I, you know, I, I appreciate that. And it's been nothing but, you know, it's been nothing but great working with those guys. I mean, you know, they're, they, you know, they have, have very little English, but have been able through, you know, the magic of Google translate and everything we've been able to communicate, you know, very well. And, um, and it's, yeah, it's, uh, like I said, I can't wait till they get over here and are able to, you know, play and just experience, you know, you know, the high level that, um, this game has got into in 2022. Yep. No, I, 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 absolutely. I think it's just, I think it's going to be, a, I think it's been one of those experiences that everyone there and involved in is going to remember, you know, if you're not registered yet, um, you know, this, this isn't, so I, I'm not, you know, this isn't just going into sale, sale mode. This is not something you want to miss. Um, you know, because unlike some other teams, we could say oh, I'm going to catch them next year. You know, there's no guarantee. It's not, it's not cheap to fly from Japan to us. And, uh, just all that's involved in that and, and vacation time and everything. So uh, this, you know, this could be, um, you know, a once in a lifetime opportunity. So I encourage anyone um, on the fence to take advantage of that and, you know, make sure you, you get out here for the tournament. Any, anything else you want to add to him before we wrap up here? No, I'm, I'm, I'm just looking forward to also meeting them in person and um, yeah, it, it, it should be, you know, it should be really cool. I think they're, you know, going to participate in the, I mean, they're definitely going to participate in the Friday night activities. You know, those are uh, still to be determined, you know, what we're going to be doing, but I, I think that'll be a lot of fun. 
And um, yeah, that I, you know, I'm just that it's just you know a, a really cool year three, you know, um, you know, kind of new wrinkle that you know we're able to throw in as you know as the game keeps expanding and growing. Yeah, no, I couldn't have said it better myself. It's, it's very exciting. It's a very exciting time, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll hopefully as we you know get down the stretch here over the last few months before the tournament. Um, you know, there may be opportunities to do some of these other podcasts. There's still, you know, plenty of stuff to discuss, um, you know, in the MLW U17 tournament, when that sort of gets a little more, um, you know, when, when teams start coming out for that and stuff, um, there may be opportunities to break in and to do some of these podcasts. And then you mentioned Friday nights, and I know that's still, you know, being worked through. So we'll we'll drop in for some of these 10 or 15 minute ones from time to time. But yeah, right now, just really excited about the Wolf of Ball Tigers. Really great way to kick off the uh the team announcements here. We'll have a bunch more of those coming over the upcoming months too. So uh, thanks for hopping on quick here, Tim, and we'll see everyone next time.